Yep, it's the Jeremy Webisodes podcast. Here we go. Skiddly diddly diddly biddly diddly diddly biddly. It's totally hard to skiddly with my nose when my, my finger is that deep in my nose. <laughs> we could do another take. Yeah, why don't we? You can stop. I was in the mountains this weekend and I got like, you know, I got those altitude kind of like crispies. But you get at Tree al- sap? Well, I don't know what it is, but my, my, my sinuses have been sharp. Mm-hmm. You know, the deep, sharp ones. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is, in fact, the Jeremy Webisodes podcast, webisode number 80. We're back. Joss, I was like, by the hair, hair, hair of the the, your skinny skin chin. Is that how it goes? Skinny skin chin There's is nothing not skinny it. about that chin, but <laughs> Thanks, says buddy. the pot calling the yeah. kettle. So you're here, we're here. There's somebody else here that I want to mention. Before I mention that, I just want to reassure everybody out there that the lava lamp is, in fact, burning brightly in the lab as a beacon for all the lost souls in the world. May they find their way home. And Mr. Evan Cassidy. Hey. The man, the myth, the legend, the sport, the comic, the musical inspiration. The caster of wide nets. The caster of wide nets. The fuck yeah, man, is in the house. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Wow. Fuck yeah. Wow. How, did you practice that? I've been all day. Yeah. Kind of. It's kind that of was like, a hard one to get out. I, there's a lot there. I heard right? you in the corner. A he's a bit. man. He's a multifaceted man. He's like a yeah. diamond. He's got the Where's Waldo look going tonight, yeah. right? which I like. It's cold outside. Here's, His hat says fuck. Here's Waldo, right here. Yeah, right there. There he is. Waldo wasn't really that. He was pretty loudly dressed for a guy that was trying yeah, to blend in. Right. You know? Who, who wears red and white stripes yeah. with a red and white stripe? Right. Maybe beige, buddy. If right. you're trying to. I mean, do you dare even say camouflage? Who was the chick from San Diego that was also out there? You ever think Waldo and that Carmen San Diego chick maybe ever bumped uglies? <laughs> wow. Carmen. <laughs> Who is the, yeah, and then who is the, the kind of Hispanic jungle chick with the monkey? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, wow. know what, you know what I'm talking about. Adora. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this but you podcast, cannot put any of that really? in. Uh, I don't know. This podcast just got banned from Spotify. Oh, yeah, really? exactly. You can't say Hispanic. Hispanic. I mean, how better would you describe Dora? I mean, a young I knew Hispanic was... jungle girl. <laughs> Jungle girl is fine. Right. Jungle chick. Okay, okay, you draw the line. A little too far. Wow, so chick, chick okay. is the. See, uh, you jungle. never know. See, that's me being old. You know that I just real. I forget. I'm at the age. This is really happening. I'm at the age where I'm forgetting how old I am, mm. and I'm generally <laughs> about a year always younger than I think I am. Like today, somebody asked me how old I was, and I'm 47, and I just realized I'm not fucking 48. No, you're 47. Yeah. Am I? Yeah, you're 48 in June. You're How old did you just turn? Because you just 47. had a birthday. So you just turned 47. So that's yeah. what it is. I'm going to be 48 in June. Is yeah. that what it is? That's correct. Yeah. I'm not for, I'm not going to be 49. No. <laughs> Holy. No, no, no. That, that's it. That's Can what you things imagine? get very serious. Can you imagine being 49? Oh. Is that what you're saying? No. Even like, I mean, that's like, at some point, a couple of us are going to be 50. Well, here's to hey, knock on something, yeah. because I could have told glass. you I wouldn't have damn well made it past 30-something. Yeah. I just can't imagine. 
I mean, I just never contemplated the being 50 years old. Like, I'm, if you're 50, like, 50 is substantial. Well, yeah. Hey, I don't want to bring... You're bringing down the room. Oh, well, sorry. wait a second. <laughs> Ryan brought this up in pre-production that the Golden Girls, when that it was shot, they were between 52 and 55. Well, I know, no, and they, they were, were the Golden Girls. Golden Girls. That, that, thanks for that. They were How's supposed to one? be like, you You move into a retirement community. Yeah. All your husbands have died. You move into a retirement community to save on rent. Watch this. How many people in the room can name all of the Golden Girls? I can't. I can. Yeah, I, 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 I can name the, any. That was the point. I think um, Blanche is Blanche, the only one Blanche I know. Devereaux. Okay. I knew Dorothy, you would, by the way. Phyllis, I, was, I, was, I was baiting Joss with oh, yeah. that question. Dorothy's Bornak. Judith. Wow. F- I didn't even know they had last names. Rose Nyland. Wow. Holy, okay. It's Betty White. And then Sophia Petrillo. Bound I can't. Him. No, oh. wow. First, I didn't, I, I gotta be honest, I didn't expect first and last. Wow. I didn't I know mean, they had last I got last you covered. Name. Well, of course you do. So wait, let me ask you this. Do, do, does the cast of MASH, do they have last names? Yeah. Sure. Well, can you give me the cast of Mash? Hot Lips Houlihan. Well, what's her first real name? It's obviously not Hot Hot Lips. She just died, by the way. Well, the you actress. got you got no no well, the one that did the movie. Yeah. I okay. found out not the show. Okay, yeah. nice. Jamie nice Farr is Klinger. Yeah, Klinger. I don't know of a full name, just Klinger. <laughs> See, yeah, I, they only called him Klinger. Yeah, Corporal okay. Maxwell Q Klinger. Yeah. Boom. Got wow. him. Yeah, <laughs> nice. That's Ma- a pull. Margaret Houlihan. Yeah, Margaret. L- Loretta Swit was the actress's name. On TV. Mr. IMDb right here. Bro, especially when it comes to obscure 80s television and music. I, anyway. I mean, not, yeah. I guess, obscure, but who cares? Pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty good. Radar pretty O'Reilly. Popular. <laughs> oh, his last name's O'Reilly? Radar O'Reilly. But it's clearly not Radar, so what's his real first name? Ooh, Walter. Uh, Walter. Walter. Yeah. Wow, okay. All right. And you know when you hear that, letters from mom. Like his, when yeah. he when he reads his letters from his mom, he always says his own name. Right. Never watched a whole lot of Mash. Found oh. it super depressing. Oh. Not only did Ryan and I watch Mash, we would watch it in our own bedrooms <laughs> during the same episode and commentate on it during the show. So there was a time where Joss, Ryan, and I all lived together in a house. And there was three bedrooms on the top floor, and yeah, these two guys had a, we had a Jack and like Jill, a Jack and Jill bathroom, you know, uh. where, and they would lay in their rooms and watch Mass, Mash, Mass, different rooms, back and forth. Oh God, who is you got him on that one? Did the tracking ever get off on the, the show? No. Yeah, oh, it was know. dead on. Yeah. Can yeah. you believe Hawkeye pulled another prank? Right. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, big big Mash fan? Not at all. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it was kind of on in the background. When I, I was I was like three or four, and it was kind of on in the background, you know. But I never, uh, yeah, maybe I need to dive into it. Well, I mean, oh, you know, it's, it's probably these days. I mean, it's still on. There's certain channels still like, on. Yeah, yeah. it's on four or five times a day. Yeah, I have them all taped. So does right. <laughs> what do you mean tape? You literally have VHS tapes of Mash. No, well, they, they like, do hoarding. sell a collection of all Mashes on with behind VHS the scenes. And okay, what, what do you still have a VHS? No player. Was no. one of the things you're probably going to need? If taped you... meaning recorded. Yeah. In today's age. Okay, like digitally, like on your on your hard Using drive. Using fingers. Yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> well, never was a big fan. 
You know, I guess. Did you like Golden Girls? If we're gonna no, uh, no, no. Do I look like a middle aged woman? It's <laughs> <laughs> great writing. That was yeah. insensitive. Yeah, no, didn't uh, didn't connect really with well, Golden Girls. Where, where my golden guys at? Out yeah, there. yeah, I didn't really connect. I don't think I was necessarily their uh, demographic. demographic. <laughs> so, yeah. I give anything back to shows like that. Old school, 30-minute comedies with a great opening song. Where is that gone? That's yeah, dead. no, Three's Company? Sure. All day with some Three's Company. Are you more of a Mr. Furley guy or more of a Roper era? Wow. That's a tough one. I'm a Furley. Right. All day. Yeah. Right? The Mr. Go Roper, Roper was pretty fun. Roper was great, right? And he but broke I mean, the third wall. He'd always do a joke yeah, and he'd like, the camera. Right you know, yeah. What's that called when you vamp? Yeah, yeah. vamp at the camera. <laughs> but you, I mean, what are you going to like? You, I mean, did I just do a thing? You want to try that again? Yeah. I mean, Don Knotts, right? Yeah. I mean, Don right. Knotts is kind of an all time genius. So, and being a West Virginia guy, don't know a little little tidbit if you guys don't know Morgantown, West Virginia, where uh, where I, my my alma mater, where I graduated from college uh, at West Virginia University, Morgantown, West Virginia, hometown of Don Knotts. Well, Don Knotts was a genius. You know who else? A comedic genius. Is Clear- from Morgantown, West Virginia. Maybe you don't know this. Probably a WWE wrestler. Wait a minute, Ryan. Not wrestler, but really close. Oh. And how did you know that? It just seems like the kind of place someone would come from that wants to get into the wrestling. So not a WWE wrestler, maybe former wrestler. Who? What was the name? Mean Gene Okerlund? Yeah, Mean Gene Okerlund. The announcer the for announcer. the WWE back wow. in the day, or WWF at the time. WWF. Uh, mean Gene Oakland, also from Morgantown, West Virginia. Did you see, uh, when he died, he died about, I'm guessing, about four or five years ago, the ring tribute to him. The wrestlers loved Mean Gene. So I, I have a five-year-old son, and I don't want to go totally down this track. I'm just saying we have just recently started dipping our toe in professional wrestling, and he's kind of taken to it. And I'm, I'm fully down to get back into it because I was into it as a kid in the 80s with, like, the classics, right, the chic and right. freaking Superfly Snooker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Iron Sheik. Oh, yeah, Iron Sheik. Who was the guy with all the rubber bands? George beard. the Animal Steel? No, uh, no. Uh, oh no, that was the uh, the the another trainer. Yeah, that, that no, was in the. That, he was no, the, no, the big like Italian guy with all the rubber bands in his beard. No, it was in the uh, girls just want to have fun video. Yeah. Anyway, I was you know so those areas the the woo guy the Blano who's woo, the woo guy know. woo. Oh. Rick Flair, yeah, Rick Rick Flair. the woo guy. Yeah, who's the woo guy? I'm really can, into oh it. Be a lot of things. No, I'm saying at the time, you know, <laughs> he, no, Rick, Rick pretty, Fla- was a pretty. Rick super- Flair gave the best interview of all time. I'm filing, bro, filing. They were styling. always just so pissed off when you would interview them. Right. Well, it's because they just choked Randy down Savage. An, they just choked down an eight ball. Yeah, you know, a, a small pizza. And uh, and then had to get out there and put no, on yeah, a like, show. Yeah, like a T-bone steak dinner, and an eight ball, and a couple of blondes. And now he's got to go out on on stage and fucking do a backflip off the top rope onto a fucking guy dressed like a Middle Eastern sheik, or some kind of like stuttering Russian guy with fucking oh, yeah. dysplasia. Wow, <laughs> big Lou, ass guy, Lou Albano. Lou yeah. Albano. 
is it Big Lou Albano? What was his yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, no, that's it. Big Lou Albano. Captain Lou Albano. There, Cap- Captain Lou Albano. Exactly. He died. Guess guess what year he died? 1989. No, he was born in 1933. <laughs> okay. When did he, he die? He died in uh, 2009. Nice. October 14th. Wow. wow. Specifics. 76 years old. In case for 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 inquiring minds, they were wondering I, I, what what happened to old Captain. I'm Lou. interested how uh, how old the guy lived that uh, ate the the ring post. George the animal steel. He ate the he ate that poisonous. He would rip his teeth into the sides of the ring, <laughs> the cushions. And he'd actually swallow it. And yeah, he had the green tongue, <laughs> super hairy. You remember him? He died in 2017 in Cocoa Beach, Florida. I feel like they all live in Florida. Yeah, Florida seems like a good like place for retired wrestlers. Wrestler, yeah. Right. I think it's rad. I mean, I I was into it. Like I was starting to say, I was into it as a kid. Then through, I mean, I think I've kind of always been secretly into it. I think culturally, as an American, I'm just starting to realize it kind of is ingrained in our society a little bit. Like we're all at least cursorily aware of professional wrestlers, and they secretly have a way of making their way into mainstream media all the time. Fucking the like, the Rock. I mean, who doesn't love the Rock? Right. Yeah. I will watch that guy flex on dudes driving cars for twenty more fucking installments of the Fast right. and the Furious. Well, how about <laughs> how about John Cena's in every movie? Yeah. I love Stone, John Cena. Stone Cold Steel Austin uh, kicking the shit out of uh, dishwashing products or uh, <laughs> laundry way, laundry the, detergent. Like I don't but, really but know t- who the like the the most gnarly wrestler is right now. Like who the no, most I popular lost, guy? I lost, I lost track. I I had one last breath with like the Undertaker. So during that you know, era, early two thousands, yeah, I gave it right. one I was more back shot in there too. And we, you guys were talking about gnarly guys from past wrestling. I wanted to bring up one more guy. And if we're, we're going to talk about gnarly wrestlers, you have to bring this guy up. There's been documentaries made about him. Mankind. Yeah. Are you guys familiar with Mankind mm-hmm. or who that was? That yeah. was the guy. I mean, he was notorious for. He was a fucking big dude and he would he didn't give a fuck i mean he was the guy that you could you know you break chairs over his head he he one of the most famous things it is was he against was a, undertaker he was in a, on the, in that cage match mm-hmm. undertaker threw him on top of the cage and it broke and he fell like 60 feet some feet onto his back onto tax yeah on, dude oh yeah he was he would he was one of those guys he'd throw like broken glass out on the floor and oh, get thrown man. on top of it i mean he was willing Real. to like go there and I mean, there's old guys. You know, there's old wrestling tac- ha- tactics where guys would use tacks and um, little pe- edges of uh, um, you know razor blades and stuff. When when you'd get thrown off stage, you'd pick up a little piece of a razor blade and cut yourself right at the hairline just to make it look like you're bleeding and make things look like it was a lot gnarlier. Wow. I mean, and it was like sometimes. I mean, it was in performance. It was performance art kind of and it was like what level are you willing to go to and one of the guys that was willing to go to the most extremes is this guy that you know when his his wrestling name was mankind mick foley I brought it, I brought yeah it, mick, mick foley. foley i brought it up it was like mankind was his alter ego or something he put on this like leather mask yeah, yeah he had mick foley he had mankind he had dude love he was like a bunch of different like dude. characters <laughs> dude love sounds like a Watch movie this i found in my ex lawyer's house wow so i brought it up the footage undertaker throws him two and a half stories onto a table 
two and a half stories, whatever that. 25 feet. 25 feet. Roughly. Still. Yeah. You want to land on your back on a table after throwing 25 no. feet? You know, and you watch these YouTube dudes these days, you know, in fucking West Virginia and all these places, yeah. trying to do backflips off their garage on the tables, and it's like, why? Ow! Yeah. You're going to feel that in 10 years. <laughs> yeah, At man. TikTok, you'll see, like, compilations, and then they'll, they'll land it, and it's amazing, and then you'll have one that just totally eats it, and you're like, oh, my God. I mean... It's like you, you did. You can't really practice it. Mm-mm. You either you go you full either make sin it and you land it, or yeah. you don't. You land it or you don't. So you don't do that kind of like you do that stuff in your comedy, any physical comedy, Evan. Backflips, <laughs> kind of physical comedy. You're more. I would of a do sp- characters. Yeah, I do. I do characters. Yeah, no. you know, which had a physicality. But you don't to incorporate. It. You know, you're not gonna. You know. Eat, eat, Break glass. Break glass over myself? Or anything? I've never really considered it. That's more kind of a... That could be a whole new rabbit hole. How about maybe like a sledgehammer and fruit? Have you ever decided to go maybe that route? <laughs> maybe people in the front row wear a... Yeah. You know, like a raincoat? Yeah. That's that, been done, kind of. Gallagher. You yeah, know, kinda sledgehammer that, and kinda, fruit. Yeah, he kind of cornered... You can't smash fruit. You're not really you're not a, um, a props comic. Not really, but I, 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 I mean, I, I would sometimes have like a like a sweater or a pair of glasses that I would put on, and I would do a character. Right, right, for, for to you make know. the character kind of a, yeah complete. Or a guitar, you know, I'd bring up a guitar, play a song. Musical comedy is great. Yeah. Let yeah. me ask you this: as a guy that does, you know, you're 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 actively. I mean, so the com- Let's talk about that. What's the COVID comedy scene right now in California? Clubs are opening back yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, and- fingers crossed. It seems like we're kind of getting back to some level of normalcy again. You know, the clubs are all mostly back. I mean, uh, a lot of kind of more alternative venues have kind of permanently shut down. You know, and you're back to the real deals. Yeah, but be uh, back to the real deals. Um, and so, yeah, it seems like people, you know, weirdly over summer, the crowds were a little on edge because I feel like some people still felt like COVID, you know, COVID was still around. And um, I think people had been, they'd just been online too long, you know, and so they were kind of like getting offended at stuff. Yeah. They, uh, certain things would kind of trigger Easily them. Easily triggered. But now I think with, with this last, like another, another whole wave of this stuff that people experienced in, in, you know, over Christmas break, a lot of people, you know, they had to cancel plans. I think people are like just stoked to be back, and they're just like, "Oh, thank, thank you for being here. Thank you for talking about your dick to us tonight." People you know? are traveling again, so yeah. you're able to get comics on your shows from yeah, out of town yeah. and stuff again. Oh, yeah. So, how what's is your is your schedule kind of filling back up? You're doing weekly shows, open yeah, it's, mics. It's slowly starting to fill back up. Um, I got a couple weekly shows that I'm I'm um, putting together here in Orange County, and um, we're at uh, we're gonna be doing uh, we, so every Saturday we'll be there this Saturday and every Saturday after at Dirty Nelly's, and uh, starting in a few weeks every Monday at the Harp Inn, both in Costa Mesa. I said you did a show last night or Monday night. Monday, Monday night, night at the, the Harp. Harp Inn. Cool. Yeah, Mr. Patrick Keen was on the show. Yeah, the guy has been on the show. A friend of this times. show. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and uh, then another spot we do kind of a monthly showcase uh, over at the Lacave, all in Costa Mesa. Nice, great I'm, venue. I'm cornering the Costa Mesa market. <laughs> okay, just, nice. I'm just going in there, claiming it. You know, my territory. now to bring it back full circle in all of your working with comics and doing all these shows. Do you ever work with a lot of uh, you know prop comics, or is that not really yeah. a thing anymore? Uh, you know, 
I've worked with a lot of different. I mean, I've worked with people who've tried to do it. It's a thing. Um, I mean, it's it's not easy, yeah, and it's, it's kind of like you really got to nail it. Yeah, there, there were some guys. There was a guy that used to come to one of the venues, and he would try to do. He had kind of a different gag each time. Once he brought a drum, he like had his shirt off, and he was kind of doing like a like a drum dance thing. One time, he uh, this this guy. I gotta reach out to him actually. I mean, there's some of these just weirdos that yeah. you're like show up to open mics. What, there. Well, after like I haven't seen some of these guys for three years yeah. now. Yeah, two years, three years. You're like, what are they doing now? What's, they got what's, a little weird during COVID. What's the shirtless drum snare drum guy? Yeah, you came uh, up with this. What's he doing? You know, <laughs> while we were on lockdown and you were talking to yourself in the mirror, yeah. not in your butt. <laughs> it's amazing to me uh, how many people you get on your shows. Yeah, it's really oh, bro, impressive. When, so, when the anchor bar, we talked yeah, about that rest before. In peace. Four, 40, rest in peace. Forty people. Well, oh, easily. Like a hundred. Yeah. We were at, towards the end there. We were the last. First, like, couple years we were doing about 40 or 50. The last, like, four or five years we were doing 100 every week. It was like a rolling showcase. You get 100 people in there. So you would get you would get a couple acts. I'd say out of the, the 100, you'd get one or two only that would honestly mix it up like that with props and stuff. I mean, I guess it's not as uh, – it's just not as in style right now. Which, well, that's what I was thinking. Which I think makes it – it's like try doing that. Well, and you know, I mean, it's like to you'd have to find a, a new kind of fresh way to do it. Yeah, magic is cool. I think magic and comedy go well together. Yeah, but um, like the carrot top and Gallagher. Yeah, thing, it's been done. It's you're been not done. gonna smash shit. A watermelon. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be yanking stuff out of an oversized trunk. Right. Well, didn't the amazing Jonathan just die? <clears throat> yeah. Remind me who's the amazing yeah. he's a, Jonathan? He's a kind of a prop. I mean, he's a full prop comic, but he just died. He was the yeah. kind of weirdo. Do you, I don't remember that guy. Did he give Is that the s- guy that sang like in really high pitch? No, no that's jeez. Uh, <laughs> oh, the, the ukulele, ukulele guy, real yeah. creepy. That ta- ta- guy, Tiny Tim. Yeah, yeah. weird. Yeah, that's a weird. That was he. He went for it. So I'm putting on a Tiny Tim video and going to bed. Oh, <laughs> weird. You know. I guess you know. I was kind of trying to find a subtle way to come around to it, but there really is no subtle way to, to talk about what, what's going on in the world right now. <laughs> wow, we're just going right. We're just, just segwaying. straight in it. Straight yeah. to straight to Kiev. Uh. Yeah, let's just take it from here to Kiev. Right. <laughs> you know, because I feel like we 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 on the podcast last week. Um, we started. We recorded on Wednesday night, and that was kind of the opening salvos of this entire thing. So, in a way, we kind of broke the news on the podcast last week, uh, at least you know to some of the schleps that listen to this show. And um, and I feel like it's a conversation that everyone's talking about. We need to at least touch on it. We you know we don't need to. I, mean, I guess the point that I wanted to make overall about it is that after COVID and after all this stuff that we've come through um, I think that this thing that's happening in the Ukraine I think is after something as polarizing as COVID and the Trump organization all that has been I think that this is one of the most world globally unifying things that I've seen in a long time in that I think pretty much across the board everybody can agree that Putin's a douchebag (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, right. I don't care if you're left, right. You know what? what Ambidextrous. I mean, I, ISIS has fucking condemned. I mean, it's like everybody across the board, the good guys, like, the bad you're guys, animals. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like, hey, Putin, you're a douchebag. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, it'll, he's ruined his country. Well, and it's like, how do you combat? Like, honestly, at this point, he's blatantly committing, like, war crimes. It's like, how do you fucking salvage your 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 anything after that? Not, not really even talking about on the level of your country, but your career. Like, how do you come out the other end of this ever smelling anything other than, like, a piece of poop? Right. Right? <laughs> right? No, the well, whole world's condemned. You can't. Ever, I don't you, know. You might not come. How out much the money you throw out of it? At it? How many? How much of your media at home you shut down? I don't care what you do. You can't spin this any other way. Yeah, you, 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 can't, you can't become a prop comic. Yeah, yeah, right. You yeah, know, just go around. No, he's not, not gonna, doing. You know, start whipping big long pieces of silk out of an oversized yeah. trunk. You know, what's that flower coming out of the yeah. hat? <laughs> yeah. I don't care how many fucking rabbits you got in your pants. <laughs> He's pouring borscht on his head. Yeah, it's not gonna. Garlic. It's not a good luck. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I mean, war crime. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I, holy shit, talking about <laughs> comics. The yeah, president, Zelensky. I mean, was he a prop comic? It was very interesting. He probably did it in his career. I watched a very cool. I don't know. It was not really a meme. It's it was a collection of short video clips of. Let's. How do you pronounce his name? What's Zelensky. Zelensky. Through his career, starting in like 1983, as like a, this young guy, like doing this like a musical act on a stage, and it showed him on stage in his career all the way through to like soap operas kind of stuff yeah. on TV, to him becoming to the last picture of him in like full military garb standing in front of the Capitol, like fuck you. It's pretty rad. And it's cool. There's a clip in there where he's like, you know, at some point, you know, when I when he first became uh, president, obviously, clearly, there were a lot of people that didn't take him very seriously. And he was like, it's fine. I mean, he's like, I'm going to, you know, basically put my head down, do my job. And if I do it right, people will come to respect me and uh, uh, talk about something else that's been polarizing in this whole thing. I think as much as the entire world can agree that Putin's a douchebag, I think pretty much everybody else thinks that guy's a fucking absolute hero. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's crazy. So, we've got two totally polar opposites. It's like we got you you literally have like the good guy and the bad guy in this thing. And it, it and I don't care. It it doesn't feel like spin. It doesn't feel like news. It doesn't feel like it seems pretty obvious who the aggressor is in this fucking thing and who who the bad guy is. Uh, you know, yeah, same person. The aggressor is the bad guy. It's really hard to see both sides of this coin. There's well, one coin. Right. One side of one coin. Well, yeah, I guess. That's kind of... Wait, there's, there's still one coin. You flipped it. it am I the coin? <laughs> wait, no. Who's your the, tail... It's just a flat okay. surface no, wait, is what no, it's just... The coin's round? Right. Is the earth round? No. Or? That's flat. Wait, Maybe no. it's a ball. You're the bull. Yeah, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Man. It is crazy. It doesn't... Have you been to Russia? Anybody here? I have not. No. No. I studied Russian in college. Okay. took a couple did years. You, do you... Visit? Why? I wanted to. I, I, uh, I actually, I, it's sad. I wanted to go to Ukraine, especially. I don't know. I felt like it, it might just be, it was kind of a middle ground. But uh, that was like 15 years ago, and it's things have, things have changed a little bit. Have you seen the scenes on the news of the fathers and grandfathers saying goodbye to their kids at the, at the train yeah, station because yeah. they have to go back oh, yeah. to fight? Heart-wrenching. It's unbelievable. Heart wrenching. This or the this families is, on the other side talking about leaving. Where you know, where's yeah. you know, where's daddy? Or you know, my husband is you know gone, and I've got f- two kids, and they keep asking where daddy is. And 
The scenes are incredible. How about the one with the old lady? She's like literally an old lady, like early 80s, going up to the Russian troops and putting uh, sunflower seeds yeah, in the front pocket the and saying, when you die, I want a sunflower to grow Ukraine. right where yeah. your dead body is at. <laughs> yeah. The Ukrainian people clearly don't fucking give yeah, a yeah. whole Jeez. lot of fucks. Well, yeah, they're they, like, listen, this is ours. We're not going to leave. And I mean, they, give it. They've been fucked with for yeah. a long time. I mean, like, uh, you know, in... With the Russian Revolution, Chernobyl, you know, like World War Two. I mean, it's 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 been a lot. It's been a pretty rough. So let's talk. So it's clear that the Ukrainians are fucking badasses. They're not gonna give up. Okay. So let's talk about the reality of of this thing and where it goes and how it could escalate. Right. So um, already Putin's doing the fucking nuclear saber saber rattling. Mm-hmm. Right, escalating it in that way. Put his nuclear deterrence forces on high alert. People on the inside, on the outside, in in intelligence agencies across the world are talking about how Putin is acting irrationally. Blah blah blah. We have this now kind of Hitler retreating to his bunker, fucking mildly insane, with, with the red button under his thumb, fucking scenario developing, where potentially he's he's fucking mentally unstable. Who knows what the fuck's going on? Yeah. People literally. In in the board across the board, people that were on his own, you know, staff are saying this is not the Putin that I know. I don't know what the hell he's doing. And so now we've got a fucking potentially madman with with his thumb hovering over a red button that he's threatening to possibly use. Well, and he, and he potentially, like we were saying earlier, you know, how what's his way out? Well, maybe he doesn't have one. Right. And maybe what happens when you don't have a way out? What done. happens when you say on March 16th, God is going to come back yeah. on a fucking asteroid and it's going to be rad and fucking, you know, give me all of your money and we're going to put it on the on the fucking, you know, 17 black yeah. that God's coming back on an asteroid fucking March 16th. And when God doesn't come back on the on fucking March 16th, everybody drinks the motherfucking Kool-Aid. Yeah. Right, so you push somebody to a certain point where they have to fucking. They're pot committed. Yeah, they've committed, right? They're all in, and they're they're fucking all in, and they've got they're draped in machismo and all this shit that they 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 can't back down. Yeah. There is no fucking retracting. So now you have a fucking guy that's all in is not gonna retract. Fucking takes pictures of himself on fucking ungelded stallions with his shirt <laughs> off. Majestic. Yeah. And he's fucking threatening to push push the button. Yeah. So who are you threatening to push the button at? Me, or or your next door neighbor? Because that's not going to work out very well. Yeah, you can't nuke the, your next door neighbor. It's going to get on you, like the stuff, yeah. the bad stuff. Yeah, it gets on you. Gets on you too when you nuke your next door neighbor. So so who are you threatening to use? Anybody that comes in on 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 Ukraine's behalf? Probably the night you know a little uh, Europe. Yeah, is a, is a main target. I mean, so I'm uh, sure he can go over the pole and get us with something. Maybe I don't know. So, it's just it's it's, it's very it's fucked grim. up. It's, what 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 does happen? Right, we continue to supply the Ukrainians with weapons and tech, mm-hmm. and 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 allow them to fight their own war and hope that they you know it's so far kind of so in, good. And in the background elite teams trying to right i like the idea of elite teams that was kind of the next thing i wanted to talk about it doesn't necessarily even have to be us yeah because again the world is unified we all think fucking putin's a bad dude yeah including who i just mentioned previous isis yeah so why hey isis 
help a brother out. Well, you out. just take him out secretly. Send one of your guys in there and just take him out. And it's like, well, I mean, you won. I think, you know, uh, there's a lot of, I mean, I think the Swiss have some, I mean, granted, they mostly stay neutral, but I think they have some probably... Maybe some contractors. Hey, to do private side contractors. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, in there, in, in anything that ends in like starts with a color and ends in the name of a rock. Yeah. You know, hey, the Blackstone rock. guys. The rock. Yeah. 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 Send in the rock. Yeah. Send in a fu- send in a fucking prop comic. I don't care who you send. Take him out. Send uh, carrot top over there. Yeah. With a send carrot top with an rifle. oversized fucking hammer. <laughs> Just to fucking concuss him. He never, ever expected. The pushback. The pushback. And yeah. the longer it takes him, the more supplies other countries can can yeah. pump in there, I, yeah, the I, harder it becomes for him. Well, that's I don't the problem. know. Yeah, I, I think he might. He might. It might be what he wants. You know, he might want to kind of escalate the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it might. There might bring be in the rest of the Baltic while, while we're at it. Right. Yeah. We lost Lithuania and everybody else while we're at it. Let's get them all. Because also, like, the, let's get China well, involved he, and go well, after Taiwan. I don't think he ever would have invaded if he didn't think China had his back. Yeah, he finally had the. He clearly had to have more of a plan than this. Well, yeah, yeah. Right? Well, because they're, they're that's all... That's the other thing that's scary. Well, yeah, well, that's what scares me is the media is like, oh, you know, like, the soldiers, they looked confused. They looked, you know, they looked this like they know what they're doing. This isn't over or, or trickling out. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, but, I mean, he might be holding... He's holding on to other troops for when the next battle comes, possibly. You know, I mean, you, you just wonder. You well, know, the, he's not, put, not sending in the best guys right now for Ukraine. Right. To, to maybe even just to spark this something. This is the first wave. Well, no, to spark it, an excuse to then go into Poland, go into the, yeah, the Baltic, right. and who well, knows? Yeah, they, they said these are conscripts, meaning they are 18, 19-year-old in our in our world, privates. Are you talking about the Russian yeah. soldiers on these guys? On the ground? Don't know these aren't their seasoned troops yet. Right, these aren't their Green Berets, no. or special forces. No, a lot of them that have been captured said they weren't. They were told they weren't going to. Invade. No, I've I've seen a lot of the guys that were captured and interviewed. They were on like yeah, like training mission. You're right on the border somewhere. Like oh, they we're out like literally. Learning the, how to drive a Jeep. Right. And they were like, oh, go that one direction. Next thing we knew, we were fucking, you know, killing Ukrainians. And my cousins lives in Kiev. Right? That's right. the other thing. A lot of these Russians, these Belarusians, these people that grew up on the border, they have family there. Right. You know? Yeah. And they're like, why fuck? I, and then you hear, hear time and time again, we were told we were on a peacekeeping mission. We're coming here. You know, they Putin keeps trying to push the agenda that Ukraine is full of Nazis and, and drug addicts, is the thing that he keeps trying to re, on repeat about. And Zelensky's Jewish. Right. I, I don't think that's probably the case. <laughs> right. Is there. Uh, that shit is everywhere. And it's definitely not what Ukrainian people are hanging their freaking hats on. I mean, that's not what I think of it, you know. Right. It's running hot and cold through the streets of Kiev. Is, is is, even, even if they take over the country, he's not going to... It's always going to be guerrilla warfare. They're going to fight and, yeah, and who's gonna, street. Who's going to trade with the Russian-occupied Kiev or uh, you know Ukraine? Uh, it's 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 weird. I mean, it, it's hard. The context of Russian history is so different. You know, Eastern Europe, Russian history is so it's so foreign and different and and interpreted differently than our history in America. You know, and they look at time differently. They have a different timeline in their head. 
you know um i have heard like anecdotes that like putin i i know putin was like kind of isolated like everybody else throughout covid and just he's like sitting in these old ancient cathedrals just looking at old maps of ancient russia and just kind of foaming at the mouth maybe but who i mean i don't know who that, that also is that just the image he wants out there is he is he more collected and calm? I honestly think that he sees himself as some kind of reincarnation of like the czar. Yeah, he's bring he's going to reunite Mother Russia. Yeah, yeah. So just a little. Uh, there's about 144 million, a little over 144 million people in Russia. Of that, they have one million active duty personnel in the armed forces. It's the world's largest military force, or one of the world's largest military forces. Um, they also have two million reserve personnel, which um, that alone puts them at fifth um, largest. So uh, they got some people now. Do you think the reservists are going to show up? I think if they have, I think if they have to. But I mean, if they, what if they're like, no, we've already I mean, seen. If the they first call up the weeks. Russian reserves, yeah. I definitely think you have some motherfucking guys going AWOL. Yeah. I would think so too. Not unless, showing like, let's not, I don't know what the we're I don't not know signing the, up for this they're, because they're trying to suppress as much of this stuff, kind of a, or a lot of it, getting back into Russia. But you know it is, and now that you know Elon's gone over there with Starlink or whatever. Yeah, I mean people are seeing. How, how did that even work? Like, what these activate some satellite? Tell or? us about Starlink, right? So he, um, so they're low Earth orbit, yeah, low Earth orbit satellites. Um, that blink together and, and broadcast, you know, and you, you, if you have a receiver um, or, a, you know, the device, basically kind of like a modem that is receiving that satellite signal, it's just a, it's a higher, higher data level than like your satellite, normal satellite internet. Um, and he can kind of, he just has a large span of small satellites so they can cover a certain amount of area. And so he shipped, I thought it was, they said like 48,000, uh, of the receiver units to Ukraine, and then what? He just kind of shifts his satellites over, mm -hmm. has them fly, hover over the Ukraine. Well, they don't really move. I don't think they they move that much. They're each in their own orbit. Uh, well, they're low Earth orbit, so actually they stay with us all the time. Um, and uh, so yeah, they, there must just be. I mean, he he puts out hundreds of them every single time that they launch, and but I don't know how they set up in their individual places. I'm sure each one has its own little. It no, it has enough fuel to get to where it needs to be, and then just hangs out. Just a web of those things yeah. out hovering out yeah. there. Yeah, and then and so basically, as long as people can't shoot them out of space, <laughs> they can't take your internet, which is a, a big deal. And like the Arab Spring and all that, when they try to shut down the internet, people you know had extra cell phones that are not on their networks, and they were able to get different ways of getting information and getting information out, which was one of the reasons you know so many of these things happen everybody can you can immediately make an example of something and if you you know like hey this is bad in you know this country so we're trying to show how bad it's getting here and then they go oh well, we don't want that because people are going to revolt against us so then the government shuts off their internet shuts off their electricity shuts off all that well now you can't do that it's pretty cool yeah not to mention you want internet in the middle of the serengeti in the middle of the ocean yeah you got it you can have it now. It's it's probably not going to be cheap, but you can get it. Now, how does it differ from old like sat phone technology? I believe it's just higher bandwidth, um, and it's probably 
how it um, how it parses the data is probably more advanced. So bandwidth parses data. We wanted to get those kind of technical words yeah. in there to let you know we know what the fuck we're talking how about. How deep <laughs> this show can okay, get. Cool. All right. Well, you know what? I mean, that's really all I wanted to say on that. We we I think we all agree. You know, he's a douchebag. Um, I, I don't see any fucking end of the thing. You know. Um, so, I mean, that's really kind of all I have to say about it. Let's, we'll, we'll continue to obviously in two thousand In 2022, you have family sleeping in, in subway station. Yeah. That, that's unthinkable. Yeah, just arbitrarily, like, fucking missling, you know, apartment Orphanages, blocks. apartment yeah. blocks. Not to mention uh, the World War II memorial. Uh, I forget what the name of it is. Baban Yah, I think it is, or something like that, is how it's pronounced. Or Bab- Babi Yar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that little tidbit of history. Cemetery, isn't it? It's a Holocaust cemetery where uh, the Nazis, I think there's, it's like 33,000 people. That they mass graves, mass grave, uh, marched them. They would take them in in groups and shoot them, and then you'd have to go in and lay on top of the previously dead people, or maybe some of them were still, you know, not fully dead. And they would just stack you in there and continue to layer you in there. And a lot of people got buried alive. It's, it was horrific, right? Um, and then they built this memorial there on the site of this mass grave. Why do you target that? Why do you why do you why do you target that Putin? What 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 strategic purpose do you have? Is, is it perhaps that you're break the, break the hearts and minds? Yeah, the, the president's Jewish. Yeah, you, you, was that a direct attack on on Zelensky's fucking you know history? Yeah. Kind of feels like it maybe. It's kind of it's bullshit tactic again, yeah. furthering uh, my point that Putin's a douchebag. Douche so anyway, I'm like looking at houses in North Dakota and just fucking like where, where's the yeah. where's the bug out? Yeah, you know? what's your out? Yeah. Well, can you imagine how close to home is it going to come? Can you imagine? I mean, and, and we're lucky we've never had to live in that situation. Um, but like all of a sudden, we start having ships show up off the coast. Where do you go? Like, I mean, because like I don't have a plan. I'm gonna hang out until it's like, oh shit. I guess I don't have a plan where to go if bombs start dropping. Right, Lacob's underground. Maybe I'll go there. <laughs> come, yeah, come catch, to the, catch Evan show. Come to the comedy yeah. show. Yeah. 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 yeah, we have here. Yeah, but we're still above ground and the boat. Ooh, can move a moving target. Going That's to pretty the boat. good. <laughs> so anyway, that being said, you bring us any music, Evan. <laughs> I, that, did. I did. I is that a segue? Yeah, you were just nailing the segues. Yeah, show. what a professional! <laughs> I pride myself on the hard segue. <laughs> it's a real prop comic segue. Yeah. You know? <laughs> hey, check out my silk <laughs> panties. Yeah, look if I keep pulling on this, it's amazing how long my handkerchief is. Whoops! It looks like it's attached to my boxer shorts. <laughs> I got some jams, man. So that's, you know, it. I gotta be honest, Evan. I'm a, you know, I think I've told you before. I'm a big fan of you musically. Thanks, man. I was hoping we could kind of get around to this because I've heard a couple of the shits you've been working on recently. 
I'm cover kinda, of the shit? Yeah, hit the jams, in the cuts, the records. I'm glad you haven't heard some of the shits I've been working <laughs> on. Okay. We've smelled? Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, so, we, you know, we, we spent a lot of time talking about a lot of bullshit. But I want you to be a musical guest tonight. Can we finish it off with you as sure. our musical guest? Yes, please. Let's do so, it. And I... And on some of the music that you're going to share with us, let's uh, let's talk about it. I yeah. know that you, you you you're writing the whole thing, you're yeah. singing it in your guitar. Are you also the other instruments? Well, I sent you a bunch of stuff that I was working on, on since the last time I was here. I actually worked on a bunch of songs. You know, some of the gigs got canceled with COVID, and so I was just I was at home. My, you know, my my uh, my shows were all I canceled August. Something like 18 shows got canceled. And so I had a lot of free time. And so I, I got my own drum set. Uh, I bought a, a bass guitar for $99.99 on eBay. And uh, some of these acoustic songs I had, I just started laying down drums. So you can kind of hear in some of the songs, the drums get progressively less shitty throughout <laughs> throughout the, the tracks I sent you because I'm practicing more. But uh, yeah, I, um, there's one... Let's well, yeah. Well, what should we kick it off with? Yeah, I, I, I'll do it in the order of the links I sent. Uh, I sent I sent a couple, and um, the second one has an actual professional drummer on it because I recorded a bunch myself, and then now I sent them over to a professional drummer who laid down some tracks, and now I'm re-recording them with him. But yeah, this first one, it's called uh, "We're in Our Bubbles." It's kind of uh, poignant to the moment. Yeah. Stop the trolls, please respond. 
Yeah. <laughs> nice, man. Like I said Thanks. last time, it, it gives a very kind of dinosaur junior-y vibe. Yeah. I like the in, the indie vibe. It's cool. Works for me. Thanks, man. Um, <laughs> How does, I felt like it's kind of 70s British, kind of underground a little bit. Yeah. Right? Right, little Chris Carter British mm-hmm. invasion. Yeah, it's catchy. Very catchy. That's the thing. That's what I think. Every single time that he comes in, I'm always like <laughs> fucking humming the shit the entire next day. I wake up in the morning, I'm like, here in my butthole. <laughs> I know. I got to change the lyrics now. I hear in my buttholes. <laughs> here in your buttholes. Here in my buttholes. But that keeps it in people's heads, though. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great. I'm always rewriting oh. songs to have some sort of weird... Yeah. yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I liked it. Thanks, I liked man. it a lot. Thanks. Yeah, I'm playing drums. Uh, I think that was the second Background one. Background vocal sounded like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I get into it, man. Like, I do, like, six guitar parts, like... 12 vocal parts you know and backups and kind of trying to do like sort of a like beach boys like the the falsettos yeah multi, yeah multi-tracking I'm, I'm learning each time i record on I'm, kind of, I'm kind of learning more about like make making it diy you know the engineering part of it micing so, up a drum kit all of yeah. that stuff oh yeah so so the recessives is what the it's coming up here on soundcloud that's kind of the moniker i'm going with check uh, it out ladies and gentlemen yeah. the recessives it's Please. on soundcloud um, here in our bubbles, bubbles is what it, what the the that track was called. Uh, let's do one more. Uh, yeah, try try the next one. So the next one I played an acoustic version last time, and it was kind of not fully. A written. lot of my friends is that yeah. It? And so this one I've got the professional drummer. Shout outs to my my boy uh, PJ Franco, who uh, he plays. This guy tours all. He's been touring all this whole time. You know, okay, nice. Bit. Tours all over. Um, we used to play years back um, with uh, the project, the Rusty Dicks. Okay, okay. nice. Um, no innuendo there. That's just no, that's definitely just that's on. exactly. That's just, that's, yeah, that's it's just, pretty much just right up in your face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you mean is there a, is that a euphemism? No, we're talking about uh, oxidation on, on, on our dicks. Yeah, yeah, very <laughs> spot on. Spot. <laughs> <laughs> With a bass. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're talking about oxidation. <laughs> I, I looked it up in Spanish. Rusty Dix is, it's like vergas oxidadas. Wow, <laughs> nice. Wow. So We've got it sounds two so much more yeah. sophisticated. It's bringing it us does. into etym- etymology. Here. Yeah. yeah. Nice. You know, the facts, man, right? Yeah, here. well, that's why we keep them around. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so PJ Franco, he's playing drums. So I, I recorded the like the Bubbles song so I re-recorded Bubbles not Buttholes right with with PJ I re-recorded the drums so went to his house last like September and um, laid down the drums and so now I'm re-recording um, on uh, at, at home uh, and uh, yeah a lot of my friends uh, this is like a, it's still kind of a rough mix I might go back and add 10 more vocals 10 more guitars and you know I highly recommend you stop the podcast before you move on go back Re-listen to the last song with the word "butthole" <laughs> in your mind, and it'll just it'll stick with you. You'll never hear it any other way. Sorry to do that to your song. It just like no. I heard it that way, hey, and then it, it was that was it, it, makes it, it memorable. Yeah, exactly. People are gonna be singing it, whether it's 
bubbles or buttholes. I'm, I mean, who doesn't love a? I'm getting the SoundCloud stream. Yeah, right. What, right. What, whatever you're, you're getting, listeners. Along. There's yeah. no bad publicity. Oh, no, no, right. Oh, he no. could do. You know, it could be. It's like a great jingle for like you know Charmin. Uh, you know, a little, it's a little more sex pistolsy, you know, here in yeah. your butthole. Yeah, right. You know? Right, a little edgy. Well, yeah, I like it. Okay, a lot of my friends by the recessives. And a lot of my friends are dead, but they keep running round in my head. Hit a rock coming round the bend, but that don't mean it's the end. Buddy Holly. Okay, so so fuck you, by the way, because that's specifically the song that gets stuck in my head last time. (laughs) I love that song. I think it's super catchy. It to me, it's got a very Jim Carroll vibe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who Jim Carroll is? Yeah, yeah. It's got that. um, He does a song something about all about my friends, and I don't know. It's not just because of that. The the in the overall kind of indiness. There's a lot about it that's kind of Jim Carrolly to me. Totally. Um, and then also because the hook is all a lot of my friends, and he's got yeah. like a lot of my friends are dead. Yeah, the people, these are people who died. Yeah, died. these are my yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. Right. So and, you know, something about those two songs, you know, kind of made a connection in my head. Yeah. Um, but it's anyway, it's catchy as fuck because like <laughs> you, like you said, you did an acoustic version last time, and I woke up in the in, in the morning like you know I'll call you soon. <laughs> <laughs> It's also got a little. It's got a Ramonesy. Yeah, and yeah. I, I kind of switched that part up. Yeah, I, 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 you know, and I had a lyric that just kind of fit there, and so 
I like re-recording them because you kind of you come up with different parts. Yeah, oh yeah, you, for you sure. Improvise different things. I'm I'm already coming up with new parts for it. You know, or new like layers, not like, right. different parts, but just different layers to add on it. It's, it's, it's a fun, great man. way to kind of talk about like the, the the life of a song. I mean, you think of a, a musician like let's you talk about you know some like the, the the Rolling Stones, right? They have a song yeah. that they play over and over and over and over again. You got to think that they they continue to come up with like oh shit. Yeah. yeah, there's this whole little thing I could do right there. Like you know, it's like at, at what point do you put the thing to bed and be like, I'm not gonna fucking add any more to this yeah. thing. You know, just how like long jokes. do you think you pre- perform? Yeah, right. that's true. Yeah, that's a same good thing. Parallel, always, always evolving. Do you write the music first, or the lyrics first? Uh, you, you always. I, I actually like it maybe sounds corny, but I kind of get like a concept or like an idea or almost um, some type of uh, I don't know, like theme or, or kind of story. Um, and like with this, it, it's kind of, I mean, kind of like just, um, people dying, uh, but also like people die, like fr- people getting canceled, you know, friends, you know, disagreements, all the shit where that's happening right now. It kind of was just like that background and you kind of play on that. And, um, like what you start with, I feel like if I can come up with a line that has like a greater concept, then I can build the song off of it and know where I'm going. Yeah. Sometimes know? maybe you just hear like that one little kind of hooky line yeah. in your head and you build the whole song around I, that. I came up with the first, the first two lines. It was just like a lot of my friends are dead. They keep running around in my head. You know? uh-huh. And, um, and, and so then it's kind of, it's kind of like reverse engineering. Like, like you get it in your, your mind, your brain when you're daydreaming and you're like, okay, well, it's like almost already a song, like kind of, you know, kind of, kind of like Paul McCartney said, where like songs like kind of write themselves almost. Yeah, right. So you're kind of almost reverse engineering. What is the song? What you know? And um, you're aiming at something. How do yeah. I get there? What are the words that take me there? What are the and, and melodies? I, and I, I think just the level of like songwriting Aspergers, I just kind of get like fixated on that that idea that uh that like that one line and, and it'll, just, it'll it'll be bugging me you know for weeks i'm just like hearing it over and over and then it's kind of almost cathartic doing this like recording it and putting it out because then it's like okay I, i've i've At made it done it yeah yeah and that's kind of what i'm trying to do with these is you know um you got at least four four or five more songs here you basically have a, a full album yeah i i have like 14 or 15 some of them I've been working on for like. Oh wow! 10. So you got a you got a lot more than even the, yeah. the links you sent P- me. PJ and I recorded nine um, drum tracks, and so I, I'm kind of my goal. You know, little hint is to record them all with like the professional drums and just put it on Spotify, and you know. And would it go under the recessives? Is yeah, it, okay. yeah, and so keep your eyes out, folks. Yeah, and I'm full I'm, album getting ready to drop. Maybe play a show somewhere. What's the know? timeline on a, on possible recessives that full album? I want to I want to put it out. I think. Well, I, I the timeline, if I'm honest, is uh, before the the baby the, girl comes out. <laughs> so you got a baby, and when when she when she do end of uh, end of August, early yeah, September. Yeah, probably be due to get some 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 yeah. of your hard work done yeah. before that. Not happens. gonna get a lot done the month after. The month. Yeah, for not, the not next a lot, couple months. Not a lot of time to jam with the the band. Yeah, you know. So okay. yeah, it's, and it's also yeah, it's kind of like uh, some songs I've been working on for like ten years on and off that you know. It, so it feels kind of like the theme is that a little bit, kind of like getting going into the next phase, you know. I'm, 
you know, becoming an a, being an adult now, right. <laughs> trying to. And, Your music and, is matured. Yeah, well, you're so Alanis. Well, you know, it, it has. It, it's this is a. It's not matured yet. It's everything. It's still wearing our buttholes, you know. It's, yeah, right, right. It's, it's right. everything. We're gonna have to, to work on the lyrics a little it, bit. It's it's kind of putting that all out there, and and then maybe maturing, or hopefully, you know, being uh, yeah, being a dad and. It that, will. It will. It will vibe. change things. Yeah. If nothing else, it will change things. I know you guys were telling me just last year. You're like, give it as much time as you can. Yeah. I mean, get it all in. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Because come August. Yeah. Yeah. And, and with... to touch back on a, a real fucking kind of shady note before we close it out here, you know, kind of a scary world to be fucking yeah. bringing a kid into. Yeah. So, you know, and as a, as, a, as a father myself, it is. It's weird. I mean, it gives you that other layer of consideration. I'm just like, oh, well, shit. What, 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 what is, where is this all going and what does this mean for the next generation, you know, that I'm, I've contributed at least one or two of, maybe yeah. more in for, foreign countries. I don't really <laughs> remember. Talk about it. Okay. Well, I know it's been kind of weird. And I, as a musical guest, yeah, we only got to squeeze two songs in, but they, I both thoroughly in, I enjoyed thanks. them. You're one of my favorite music guests. Oh, thanks. Um, and uh, I yeah. guarantee you I'm going to wake up in the morning and say, I'll oh, <laughs> show. it is summer. I, I have to come on, you know, come back when uh, when it's out. Well, you know? so, you know, and hey, just little FYI, kids, uh, I have purchased my own drums that we have sitting right yeah. outside the lab. We could see some cross collab here. Contamination. Yeah. We could maybe Wait, do, no, a that's do, do a yes. Uh, yeah, PJ's busy. You know, shout outs to PJ, but uh right, I can slap I can slap the skins. Yeah, man. Okay. And yeah. play the drums. Yeah, both. So keep me in mind when you need either one of those things done for Absolutely. you. Multi-instrumental. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well thanks for being here everybody. Evan again, thank you. Joss, uh, you know, I never know when we're gonna get you, so when I do get you I'm always stoked i'm happy to be here as always ryan my my right hand man and you ladies and gentlemen we look forward to seeing you right here next week on the jeremy webisodes podcast